It's just what the doctor ordered. It's time for your daily dose of awesome. Check your hate and negativity at the door as mom, wife, teacher, and lover of life, Cindy Liming shares awesome, fun-loving tips on how you can bring positivity, fun, and laughter into your life and into the world. And now, here's your host, Cindy Liming. This is a Spiva Media production. It's just what the doctor ordered. It's time for your daily dose of awesome. Check your hate and negativity at the door as mom, wife, teacher, and lover of life, Cindy Liming shares awesome, fun-loving tips on how you can bring positivity, fun, and laughter into your life and into the world. And now, here's your host, Cindy Liming. Cindy Liming, your host of your Daily Dose of Awesome. On this show, I talk about all the things that I find to be awesome in this journey called life. By sharing what I find, I hope that you too will be able to create more awesomeness in your corner of the world. Before I get started, I wanted to share with you about my summer side hustle, and that's writing a course for the app Listenable. Listenable is an app that can be found on the App Store. If you love to learn like I do, and you also love podcasts, this is definitely the app for you. Listenable has courses that you can listen to, like a podcast on a variety of topics. They upload more classes within a few days to a week. Each lesson within the course is about five to 10 minutes long. The course I created is called The Power of Positivity. If you enjoy this podcast, I'm certain you will love the class as well. So many of us have been in a slump, especially during the pandemic. I really think you'll love this class. I can guarantee you will find more classes that will interest you in the Listenable app besides mine. There really is something for everyone. Again, get the Listenable app from the App Store today and listen to the power of positivity. Last week's episode was about getting your child ready to wear a mask in school. If you're struggling with this now, have a listen to that episode as I talk about how my strong-willed eight-year-old is now comfortable with wearing a mask. It's super important, especially for the teachers. Teachers will have enough on their plate as it is, and I don't want Haley to add to their stress because she is fussy about her mask. You can find that episode at yddoa.com slash 98. This week, I want to talk about kids and their iPads. If you have children, your quarantine situation might sound similar to mine. So fast forward to the present. So the pandemic started in March and then the present is the end of July 2020, which is when I'm recording this. And my eight-year-old is now full-blown addicted to her iPad. This is my story of how I'm weaning her off of it. In March, I started working from home like most of the country. And I have two teenage children who had to take all of their classes online. 
My second grader had to take her classes online as well, but she would not and did not know how to log into Google Classroom without me. Once in Google Classroom, she refused to do her work alone. Haley would only get her work done while I had the time to help her, which was in between my office hours, creating online lessons for my own students and answering loads of loads of email from students and parents who had questions while also, you know, trying to feed everybody and keep the house in somewhat of some kind of an order. So in the meantime, she would want me or her siblings to play games with her or do a craft, anything. It was challenging because all of a sudden we were all home and it was hard for her to understand why, if we were home, why weren't we paying any attention to her? All day long, she heard things like, I can't right now, Haley, I'm working, Haley, maybe later, from all three of us. When we did her Google Classroom work together, she would cry through it all, and then when finished, she'd cry alone in her room. And the longest time she cried, two hours straight. She became abnormally angry, and as time went on, we would, she would spend hours on her iPad. And I never really got her off her iPad um, except for, t- for her to do her schoolwork. Why? It was just plain easier because then we could all get things done. And sure, I would play a quick game with her or draw in between, which took a few minutes of her time, off the iPad. But then back on it she went and then back to my laptop I went. So I know a lot of this is my doing. And this was our routine for the most part until the end of May when school was over. And believe me, I feel awful about this, but I didn't know what else to do at the time. And none of us were used to having school at home. Once summer officially began, I was still working at my part-time job and um, I have two side hustles, but I definitely had more flexibility. And I would ask Haley to go on bike rides with me and take her skateboard out for a ride. Um, And then I also wanted to mention, you know, summer theater, church camp, ziplining camp, and soccer were all things she was supposed to do this summer. So all of those things were canceled. But um, reluctantly, she would go on her bike rides and ride her skateboard. But then it got worse, and then she just simply refused to go at all. All she wanted to do was sit on her iPad. And I should also mention that whenever I could, I would take her swimming at my parents' house, but I just can't do that all day, every day. And that was the one thing that she would do and had always loved, but she would refuse to swim alone while I worked poolside. I had forgotten that there was an option on her iPad called Screen Time. She had just gotten back from her dad's and I noticed that she had been on her iPad for a full 10 hours with minimal breaks. And her dad works full time from his own home, which makes it challenging for him as well. But 10 hours was where I had to draw the line and we both really, really needed to do something about it. So the first thing I did was I had a discussion with her dad. And if you're in a shared parenting situation, it's super important to communicate, even if you don't really get along. Her dad and I get along for the most part, and we're both equally concerned about her time on technology. So after that, the next thing I did was some research. 
and I poked around several sites and I noticed that the common thread was that healthy tech time for all human beings is two hours. That means kids, adults, teens, all humans. So if you have an iPhone, you can go into your settings and you can check your own screen time just to see. And I am definitely on more than two hours. Next, I looked at what kind of settings I could put on her iPad. So I did need to do um, an internet search for that because I wanted to maximize all of my options. And I will add a link to that in the show notes so you can see it step by step on how to add all of the features that I'm about to talk about. But the first thing you would need to do is create an iCloud username for your child. And before I proceed, I should also mention that you can probably do this on um, your child's iPhone or if you have a teenager, um, you can do these things on their iPhones too, not just on their iPads. And then you would add your child to your family sharing settings. And I know that sounds kind of tricky, but um, again, the website that I linked to the show notes is pretty helpful. You can manage your child's downtime. For example, if you don't want your child on their iPad starting at bedtime, then you can make it so it won't allow them to use it anymore once bedtime begins. If you want them to get other things done in the morning before screen time, then you can make it so they can't get on until, say, 10 a.m. or whatever time you choose. You can set limits on the apps that they have on their devices also. I personally set it up so that Haley can have four hours of screen time. I know that's not the healthy amount, but we are weaning her off. Um, But also because it is summer. Honestly, I wouldn't mind if she was doing something creative on Minecraft most of her time. But for now, I'm trying to cut her time down from what it was. So for her, she can get on all of her apps. And then when the combined time reaches four hours, it shuts off all the apps. And she'll have to request more time if she wants to get on. And there's a password and everything. Let's say your child has a reading app on their iPad or math. And you really don't care if they're on those apps all day. Then you can make those apps available at all times on their iPad. There's also an option called communication limits. I believe this is for texting and calling on the phone. And Haley doesn't um, use those apps. She doesn't text Um, the traditional way, and um, she doesn't really use her iPad as a phone. I do have her on Kids Messenger, which is through Facebook, so that I can monitor everything. If it's a communication app, you can regulate that too. So let's say you don't want your teen texting after 10 p.m. You can shut that off at that time. Since I have shared parenting with Haley's dad, and she rarely uses the communication apps anyway, I left this one on so she can get a hold of me whenever she needs to. And you can even manage who they talk to. For example, if you didn't want her texting her friends past a certain time, but you still wanted um, your child to get a hold of you, I could um, shut off everyone but myself. Or you could shut off everyone on their phone or iPad but yourself. But for our situation, I really want her to be able to get a hold of me when she needs to, since she isn't always with me. There's also an option where certain apps can be used at all times or turned off at a certain time, like the phone calling option. This is another choice that I don't really need to deal with either, but it's there if you need it, and I'm pretty sure it's just like all the text text options also. So you can, um, you know, block certain 
people that they talk to after a certain time or you can you know disarm the whole app um, the whole texting app and the phone app um, during the nighttime if you don't want them on at night and there's also a choice where you can put content and privacy restrictions on apps you can make it so that all the content your child views is either G or PG and you can make it so that it blocks all adult content this is a pretty nice feature so then I don't have to worry as much. <laughs> Lastly, and this is really cool too, all of this can be controlled from your phone. Haley is not with me all the time, so if she runs out of time, she can request more time and I can enable it from my phone. There are times when I've increased her iPad time. If she finishes reading a chapter book or does some chores, she can earn back some time. I also take away time when she makes poor choices, but honestly, I haven't had to really do that yet. And this is working out very well for us, but I've had to do more than just this. See, Haley still will not play independently. Things she used to love to do independently, she will not do. She used to like to ride her bike, skateboard, draw, make crafts, cook, and so much more. Now... It's her iPad or nothing as far as being independent goes. She'll happily play games with me. Our latest is Connect Four and Perfection. You remember Perfection? <laughs> it's that game where you have to put all the different shapes into their places before the timer goes off. And um, if you don't turn the timer off in time, the whole game board pops up. It's, it's really, really fun. Um, and she'll paint with me and, you know, she still loves to swim with me or her siblings but she still won't do anything alone and I couldn't figure out why this was until I stumbled upon an article in Time magazine about this very topic which I did include the article um, the full article in the show notes but um, I kept asking myself why won't my child play alone when off of her iPad why does she have a complete meltdown when I take it away now, after reading the article, these are some of the things that I read that I thought were interesting. See, for kids, the coronavirus, luckily, kids are low risk as far as their physical health goes. But their mental health, that's a whole other ball game. I felt better after reading the article in the sense that I'm not alone. There are many parents across the country who have seen the same things as me, such as meltdowns, depression, and behavior issues. But there was one line that really broke my heart. In the article, a child was asked, why do you feel the need to be on your iPad for so long? And her response was, because it's the only place that I don't feel lonely. This breaks my heart, but unfortunately it does make total sense to me. So for months, Haley's entire family had to push her away so that we could work. We tried our best to spend time with her when we could, but I can only imagine how, how much one can hear this over and over and over until it starts to hurt. I mean, I know for me, if my husband told me all the time that he didn't have time for me, I would be heartbroken. I mean, I'd be heartbroken if he only said it once. <laughs> so Haley heard this several times a day. For now, I allow her to have four hours of screen time. Anything beyond that, she has to earn. And I try to do things with her um, when I can so that her iPad time is broken up throughout the day. 
She still refuses to play alone off of the iPad with the exception of reading a book, which is a big deal though. <laughs> she really hasn't read a book since, you know, since school let out. So I'm actually really happy about that. And now that we can get out of the house, um, which is great, it, like I'm so glad we can get out. We still have to wear our masks, but still. Um, she's very happy to go out to lunch with me and get her nails done and um, she likes to go get ice cream or go to Menchie's and um, and she likes to pick out books to read at Barnes and Noble and um, she does also like to go to the skate park we found a, a skate park near our house um, but she did fall and um, was very upset about that so um, going to the skate park ever again might be out of the question for now but um, but she does like to play connect four and go swimming and she'll ask her dad and me what can she do to earn more time. So we'll give her some different things to do around the house. But this is this is um, a lot of progress for her because, um, you know, you've heard me say this before. She is, I love her to pieces, but she is a very strong-willed child. And um, if she doesn't want to do something, she really doesn't want to do something. So... Um, so they have gotten her as far as we have so far is um, so much better than kicking and screaming and crying, which is what I was dealing with before. We still have a long way to go, but we've definitely made progress. And I'm hoping um, that when she goes back to school, so we have decided to put her back in school all day, every day. Um, and I know a lot of people would probably disagree, but um, I really can't watch my child um, and her mental health go in this downward spiral the way that it is. So um, I'm hoping that when she goes back to school, I will get my daughter back because it has not been the same. If you found this to be helpful, please share it. I also have links in the show notes to everything I mentioned in the episode as well as the book titles that Haley loves. So if you have um, a child who does not like reading, uh, Haley actually is a very, very good reader, but... Um, doesn't typically like reading so um these books that I found uh she's really really enjoyed they're by Pat and Jen which um you might not know who they are but your child might they're um YouTubers that do Minecraft videos and they actually made a couple books so um so I'll put those in the show notes as well and we're all going through some tough times right now and uh I thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a fantastic week and by the way, if I can assist you in any way as far as getting your child's screen time set up on their iPad, um, you can find me on my Facebook group at www.facebook.com slash groups slash YDDOA. You can also find me on Instagram at your DD of Awesome and on Twitter at Cindy Liming. Cindy is spelled C-Y-N-D-I and Liming is L-I-M-I-N-G. And be sure to also check out my website at yddoa.com where you'll find all of the deals, resources, and episodes of your Daily Dose of Awesome. Thanks again for listening. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... 
Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.